Hey, it's me, Eddie B from the E's and B's podcast, and we're here to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored to you by Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to OGR, Josh Robinson and crew. Make sure you guys go check them out at OhioGrudgeRacing.com for some bomb-ass photos, videos, and keeping you up to date with the World Series of No Prep Racing. That's Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you check them out. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B's sent you. They are a proud sponsor of today's podcast, OhioGrudgeRacing.com. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. It's the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of Progressive Sports Podcast, and I'm your host, Eddie professional lives all comes down to today either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble inch by inch play by play till we're finished we're in hell right now gentlemen believe me and we can stay here get the shit kicked out of us or we can fight our way back into the light We can climb out of hell, one inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh, I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in the mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. 
Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that itch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that itch. We claw with our fingernails for that itch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. It's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that itch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now, I can't make you do it. You got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do.
That was an absolute tank. And he's in front of Otani now with 45 of them. Four. Oh, boy. High and deep. And wave goodbye to it, folks. He steps a little bit closer to Andrew Jones' single-season record. 46 for Matt Olson. Welcome back to the E's and B's. Kicking things off like we always do here on this beautiful Friday. They're on the diamond, as you heard. Back-to-back home runs, putting himself not one, but now two up in the home run lead there. Matt Olson from the, oh, you know, Atlanta Braves there in the start. But as we know, the heat is on. That's right, the heat is on in the MLB as we got about 20 games left here in the regular season. And that playoff push is a real deal. That's right, things tightening up in each division. Just a few more games for each team to try to get themselves advanced that line into the playoff. We'll see how it goes, but let's break things down as we always do. They're starting out in the American League. It's those Baltimore Orioles. They've got an 88-51 record, just three and a half games up in their division. Then it's the Minnesota Twins. They a 73 and 67 record, just six games up in their division. And rounding it out there, it's those Houston Astros. That's right. 80 and 61, just one game up in their division. Switch it up. Let's go to the National League. We already know the Atlanta Braves, the baddest team in baseball right now at 90 and 48. They are 13 and a half games up in their division. Then in the Central, it's the Brook Crew. That's right, Milwaukee Brewers. They're at a 77 and 62, just a game and a half up in their division. And rounding things out here in the West, it's those L.A. Pay Me Dodgers. That's right, they're at an 84 and 54, just 13 games up in their division. That's that's how it sets in those standings. Let's see how it sets. Sets in those stats. That's right. Batting average still going to be Luis Arrez. That's right. With a solid 355 going into this weekend. Then we already know Matt Olson from the Atlanta Braves. He's got 46 home runs. On the RBI side of things, it's the same man. That's right. Matt Olson. He's got 115. Let's keep it going on the Braves. How about hits? It's Ronald Acuna Jr. That's right. He's got 185. And last but not least, stolen bases. It's the same man. That's right. Ronald Acuna Jr. He's got 63 Switching it up to the pitching side of things. How about the Braves pitching? It's Spencer Strider with 16 wins. He's tied with a couple others like Justin Steele from the Cubs. ERA side of things, it's still Blake Snell. He's got a solid 2.50 going into the weekend. Saves, it's still Claus. He's got 38. And rounding it out with the strikeouts, it's the king. That's right, Spencer Strider. He's got 250. Strikeouts, a solid, solid strikeout number, a bad outing the last time out. So we'll see if he can get ever so close to that Nolan Ryan record that we talked about a few weeks back. But let's talk about records. How about Wildcard? That's right. Let's see how it sets out in the American League right now, holding down the top two spots. It's Tampa. They're eight games up. And Seattle, they are 
a game and a half up, dangling there. It's Toronto at even, and Texas, they are a half game back. That's the wild card race for the American League over in the National League. How about those Phillies? They are a solid five games up, and the Cubbies, they're three and a half games up there in the second spot. The Marlins are even, and the Reds and the D-Bags, that's right, they're a half game back tied there for third and fourth. So we'll be keeping an eye on the race. As it comes down to the wire, we'll have every hit out. And everything you need to know, sliding off the bases right here next week on The Best. Keeping things going here on the sunny side up. Let's go from the diamond to the gridiron. Way to build a team. They'll run it. Wilkerson gains five. Two timeouts left for TCU. A team that played in the national championship. One season ago losing to georgia dismantling michigan Deion sanders comes from jackson state a black college in the swag where he dominated an american icon folks seconds away from scoring a huge win in a game that everybody that loves college football was interested in watching. One game at a time is what Mike Kimmicker would say. Riley Leonard takes an A. It's one of the biggest wins in Duke football history. Down goes Clemson. There you have it. Welcome College football, baby. That's right. Kicking off last weekend as we talked here on the E's and B's. And there you have it. Two huge upsets to start week one in college ball. Holy moly. No one saw that one coming as Dion and the Colorado Buffs took themselves to the TCU Horn Frogs and they ran right with them neck and neck until the end and the Buffs getting the upset win. Congratulations to Dion flipping that squad. We know about 80% complete turnover. Of course, four players and receiving over 100 yards. His son throwing for 512. But let's not forget Turner not only catching 100 yards plus, but also on the defensive side, an outstanding job getting several double-digit tackles. So all kinds of goodness coming out of Boulder right here in the home state. How about down there in Clemson? Things weren't very good coming home to after an upset loss by Puke. That's right, the Blue, the Puke Blue Devils coming out on top there on Monday night and an upset win in Dabo. Maybe his days are numbered. But that's how it starts off week one this year. What an outstanding start. Let's dive into the top AP 10 teams here as we go into the weekend. Starting out with number 10, it's going to be Notre Dame. That's right. Number 9 is going to be Tennessee. 8 is going to be Washington. 7 is Penn State. 6 is USC. 5 is Ohio State. 4 is Florida State. What a good game they had. 3 is Alabama. That's right. And two is Michigan. That means you already know who's on top. The defending national championship 
Georgia Bulldogs. That's right. That's how the top 10 sets going into this weekend. How about three games you must see? That's right. Week two here of college football season starting out game number one. It's going to be the 12th ranked Utah. They'll be traveling to Baylor 12 p.m. Eastern tomorrow on ESPN. Then game number two. How about this? This is the game everybody's going to have their eyes on because it was a big one last year. No more hooker though. How about the number 11? Texas Longhorns. They'll be traveling to the number three ranked Alabama. That's right. Roll Tide. That game 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Then game number three. How about this one? Another huge one. It's going to be those trees of Stanford. They'll be traveling to the number six ranked USC. Possibly one of the last rivalry matchups between these two schools. Keep an eye out on that one. That one's going to be 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Fox. So those are the three games. College football going down. We'll keep you up to date and break down that AP pool right here next week on The Best. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a member, tell someone about this podcast. It's time to pick the pace up, switch some gears, and talk some racing. One lap to go, presented by Credit One Bank. The gap, still about five car lengths, separating Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson. Larson down the back stretch for the final time. He has won some big races before. He's won a championship. He's looking to win his way into the next round of the playoffs, and he's looking to win the Southern 500. Kyle Larson, he's going to do it. There you have it. Congratulations to Team Hendrick and the five car of Kyle Larson last week. As we know, the NASCAR playoffs are underway. That's right. Race one, round one in the books there last weekend in Darlington. Kyle Larson dominating there in the end when it counts the most and stamping his ticket to the next round as you know each round divided up four races and four drivers eliminated after that fourth race well now race one in the books we're looking forward to race number two that's right kicking it off this weekend here out west as race two in kansas going down and everybody's gonna keep their eyes on the top 16 because we know it's gonna be crucial to come out of here with a very good run here is how those top 16th set going into this weekend. Starting out in the 16th spot, it's going to be the 34th car of Michael McDowell. In the 15th spot, it's going to be that 47 machine of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. 14th spot is going to be the 4th car of Kevin Havoc. In the 13th spot, it's going to be the 23 machine of Bubba Wallace. In the 12th spot, it's going to be the 20 car of Christopher Dale. In the 11th spot, it's going to be the 22 machine of Joey Laguno. In the 10th spot, it's going to be the 11... Or, in the 10th spot, it's going to be the one car of Ross. Crash him up, Chastain. In the 9th spot, it's going to be the 12th car of Ryan Blaney. In the 8th spot, it's going to be the 6th machine of Brad Kozlowski. In the 7th spot, it's going to be the 8th car of Kyle Bush. In the 6th spot, it's going to be the 19th machine of Martin Truex Jr. In the 5th spot, it's going to be the 11th car of Denny Hamlin. In the 4th spot, it's going to be the 17th machine of Christopher Boucher. In the third spot, it's going to be the 45 car of Tyler Reddick. 
And in the second spot, it's going to be the 24 car of Willie Byron. And on top, as you know, the winner of last week, it's the five car of Kyle Larson. Keep your eyes on him as if he gets hot, he will be the man to beat. But we'll be keeping our eyes on the street and everything else coming out of Kansas. We'll have the wrecks, winners, losers, and everything else right here next week on the Best. Keeping things going here on the Roundy Round world. Let's get a little dirty. That's right. Going down this weekend there at Eldora. It is the World 100. That's right. The Dirt Late Model is going to be in action there at Eldora Smokes Track. Keep your eyes out on the big names there. We'll keep an eye out to see what happens. See the dirt fly and get all and get all the winners and losers from Eldora and the World 100 right here next week on the Hey, it's me, Eddie B. And are you like me and wish you could be at every single no prep race out there, but you know you can't? Well, that's all right. Because this week's sponsor here on the E's and B's podcast will take you live to every event they go to. That's No Prep Felons live. Make sure you guys go check out our friends Bob and Kelly Rice there at noprepfelons.com for all of their action. Make sure you keep up to date with him. Get that bell, everything clicked. Subscribe to their YouTube. That's No Prep Felons Live, a proud sponsor of the E's and B's podcast. Don't miss it. Keeping it going here in the short track world. How about last weekend? We talked about it here on the podcast there in my home state. It was Winchester weekend. That's right. Three days of some bad to the bone racing. But when it was all said and done, there was a couple big names coming out on top. How about a shout out to the 18 car and Chase Berta getting the big win there in the late models. And then with another shout out in the street stocks to Colby Lane. Congratulations to him. And on Friday night in the Ford Crown Vic division, it was Noah Allison. Congratulations to those guys and everyone out there last weekend at Winchester. One of my favorite places to go when I can there in Indiana to watch the baddest fastest banked half mile in the world that's winchester speedway we'll keep you up to date with all the racing coming out of there as we know getting you set for the winchester 400 in just a month so we'll have everything leading up to that names and who will not be there keeping things going how about right here in our home state last weekend at colorado national speedway that's right two nights of racing as we know labor day weekend last weekend how about in the first night we had some big big races but we want to give a big shout out to the winners in the super stocks that's right this man is on fire he has been dominating five out of the last six races a congratulations to the number 49 machine of Christopher Cox. Congratulations to him and his team from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding run. I know he's actually in Indiana right now as we speak down there. At something we'll be talking about here in just a second. Also, I want to give a shout out to the number 15 car of Jeremy Wall in the figure eights. Congratulations to him on an outstanding run last weekend there at Colorado National Speedway. This weekend, we got the Pro Trucks, Late Models, and the Pure Stocks, so keep your eyes out on that. We'll have all the wrecks, winners, and losers coming out of there right here next week. Keep it things going. Let's switch it up. Go from the Rowdy Round style. Go through the crossover. That's right. Figure 8 style as the... Oh. Figure 8s are going to be... 
weekend action this weekend, and it is the best race of the year for them. That's right, the biggest race, I should say, as it is known for the three hour long figure eight race going down this weekend, Indianapolis Speedrome. If you're going to be in the vicinity, you need to be there. Of course, they'll have two nights of solid action getting you set up for Saturday night there at the Speedrome. And, of course, some of the best oh, figure eight drivers on the planet will will be on the property. Of course, some E's and B's veterans like the Tunnies, Matt Smith, maybe even the return of our friend Daddy Murphy will be keeping an eye out for that. But... We cannot wait. Of course, we will not be going live with crossover traffic this time. They asked not to be live for this outstanding event, but you can check it out on Low Budget TV. That's where we'll be catching it up, catching up with it and seeing all the action. But we're super excited. It's the biggest and best time of the year for the figure eights going down this weekend. Indianapolis Speedrome. Do not miss it. It's the three-hour outlaw figure eight world finals. And of course, we're coming off of three back-to-back-to-back Tunney winners. That's right. Starting out in 2020, it was Jesse Tunney. 2021, it was Ben Tunney. And 2022, last year, it was the Moxman himself. That's right. Mark Tunney can Austin Tunney put his name in that line, or will we be talking about a brand new winner? Keep your eyes out. We'll have all the wrecks in the crossover. The winners, losers, and storylines coming out of the three hour out. Figure eight race going. Don't get you fired up for the outlaw figure eight three hour man. I don't know what will we cannot wait. Winners, losers, and everything you need to know right here coming next week from the Indianapolis Speedrome. Switching things up, let's change the pace and go from the roundy round world to the strip. That's right. No prep racing going on last weekend across the nation. Of course, bad to the bone action in the small tire fields, and we had several. Big races starting out with the State of Union race going on down there in South Carolina Friday night. Shout out to Jarrett Bradshaw getting the win Friday night in the shootout. But when the money counted on the big day, Saturday, it came down to his teammate, Patches and Chicken Hawk. And we want to give a big congratulations to Chicken Hawk and his team on an outstanding job there last weekend at State of the Union, taking home the money. Congratulations to them. Then at the big end banger, that's right, in Muncie, Indiana, we want to give a big shout out to Austin Shepard. That's right. Congratulations to him and his fast ass car there, the rusty car, I should say, on an outstanding job last weekend. Of course, our the baddest on the light, Limpy there in Muncie. So congratulations to Austin Shepard on his big win. Then King of Cashville. That's right. Going down last weekend in Crossville. Shout out to our friend and sponsor, No Prep Felons, Bob Rice for the feed. But when it came down to it was this bad to the bone Camaro that has been picking the pace up each and every event. Congratulations to Rocky Hell from us here at the E's and B's on an outstanding job there last weekend at King of Cashville. Then at Windy Hollow, we had a bad to the bone race there in the finals as two identical black looking Mustangs. That's right. When it come down to it was team next Logan Duvall versus our friend right here, team meatballs. Zach Jones, but when it was all said and done, 
Congratulations to Logan Duvall and Team Next on an outstanding job down there at Windy Hollow last weekend. How about up north of Lapeer? We want to give a big shout out to our friend Everett LaForge on a big, big win there last weekend. That boy's been battling to get that card hooked and go, and he finally gets the big win. Congratulations to him. Then the last event of the weekend last weekend was one of the most emotional baddest events of the week and that's right if you have not seen src's video please take time out go check it out but i gotta say it made me feel very very warm inside but also there was over 200 cars at this event shout out to gina rose putting on an outstanding event last weekend and of course charlie happy ryan mitchell and all the guys from 10 soldiers putting on an outstanding this outstanding display last weekend and i tell you what Awesome, awesome stuff, seeing all those kids ride those big wheels. And then when it was all said and done, we had several Kent Rose Wally-like trophies distributed out for the winners. But Billy the Kid gets the win in Daily Plus in his dad's old school Noah. That was cool to see. But what was really cool to see, one of our friends, not only dominating in Run What You Brung, but in Small Tie as well. Congratulations to... CJ and Raggedy Ann and the team on an outstanding job last weekend. Kent Rose's arm drop, bad to the bone racing, dominating not one, but two classes. So awesome, awesome stuff. Like I said, some bad to the bone racing last weekend. If you miss it, make sure you go support our friends. Go back, check out the old videos in the archives. Catch up to date with that. How about going down this weekend? That's right. A lot of bad to the bone action. We got JJ's arm drop where a lot of secret people might be showing up. Keep your eyes out for that. Starting tonight, we've got Cincy Street Guys going down there at Edgewater. Make sure you guys check out that one. Then we got Salem in Ohio. That's right. That'll be going down tomorrow. Shout out to Chris Lane and the D team for that one. Then we have BMP's Backside Brawl. That one will be not only a bad race, but it'll be flashlighted by the baddest in the game, Limpy on the light for that. And last but not least, LS Fest is this weekend, folks. So all kinds of bad to the bone racing going on on the small tire side, getting things setting up, getting ready, because you know what's coming up in two weeks. It's war in the woods. VIP tickets went on sale last night. If you haven't checked, go check out the War in the Woods webpage. Support them. Shout out to Nitrous Nikki, Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall, and everybody that has anything to do with War in the Woods. It's bad to the bone racing, and we cannot wait. E's and B's, a proud sponsor, will be right back on the property. That's right, in two weeks. We'll be talking a lot more about that coming up, but let's talk about where we're going to be coming up this weekend. That's right. How about no prep? Kings, that's right, MPK Season 6, making a stop right here in our home state of Colorado as Bandamere Speedway, and that's the sad portion of this story here as it's the last running there at Bandamere Speedway. We're expecting a packed house starting today, and then, of course, tomorrow. That's when E's and B's, that's right, myself, Eddie B, will be live. Check out our YouTube. Make sure if you're not a subscribed member, hit that button, click that bell, do not miss out because we're going to be going to you, coming to you live tomorrow from Bandamere Speedway one last 
time. We cannot wait. It's going to be quite emotional. Also, shout out to, once again, our friend, our sponsor, No Prep Felons, Bob Rice. He will be live. Well, not on the camera. He's going to be live racing in the daily, and we're going to be supporting him. So make sure you guys go give us a follow. Do not miss out tomorrow. Going going live on the E's and B's YouTube one last time. Bandamere Speedway. No prep kings. Season six. We cannot wait. You do not want to miss it. And with that, that's going to wrap up the sunny side. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about something else kicking off. That's right. And I got goops, bumps, even thinking about it. That's right. Stay tuned. It's the meat. Next, you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Mother, Mother Ocean, I have heard you call, wanted to sail upon your waters since I was three feet tall, you've seen it all, you've seen it all. season underway as you know kicking off last night opening night there in kansas city the kansas city chumps taking on those detroit brand new lions that's right an outstanding start to the nfl season of course we hit it at the ease and bees super excited of course for everybody out there a lot of change and we talked all about it throughout the offseason of course leading you up through the preseason well guess what folks this sunday 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 it is time for those teams to strap it up and head to the grid line and put it on the line as the nfl Week one kicking off there this Sunday, of course. As you know, we have some very, very big games to talk about all season long going across the pond more than usual this season. And, of course, everybody's got all eyes on the AFC East as the Buffalo Chokes, the New York Sucks, the New England Cheaters, and my Miami Dolphins are the highlight, I think, of the AFC this season because, of course, Aaron the Diva Rogers moving over there too. Those Jets, we'll see what happens. As we know, they've got a big matchup starting out Monday Night Football as the Jets and Bills going head-to-head. But before we jump into any of that, let's jump into my NFL pre-before-week-one 
predictions on who is going to come out top in the division. And I'm going to give you a Super Bowl matchup with a non-winner. Yes, I could be a homer, but that's just how it goes. I think it's going to be a solid season for my squad, but I think it's going to be a solid season for many squads out there. And I think there might be a couple out there we get surprises from as well. Of course, a couple very wishy-washy divisions. We know with Aaron Rodgers leaving, that leaves that NFC North open for grabs. Of course, the Bears were definitely splurging a little bit at the end of the season last year. And of course, like I said, everybody talking about those brand new Lions. Don't forget, though, in the NFC West, that's another wishy-washy division. The 49ers dumping a boatload of money, obviously signing Nick Bosa to the biggest defensive contract ever. So we'll keep an eye on that. Talking contracts, how about Christopher Jones? Is he or isn't he going to be on the football field this season? Keep an eye on that. And then, of course, in Indy, still, Jennifer Taylor. Nothing else coming out. Pup list. We know that the first four weeks, he's out. But will he strap it up for the Colts? Or will he strap it up for another team in this 2023-24 season? The questions are still out there. Of course, all the answers will be answered as we go through. But let me give you my predictions for those divisional winners starting out in the AFC, in the AFC East. It's going to be my Miami Dolphins. That's right. I think it's going to be a tight, tight division and possible three teams making the playoffs out of that division. Then it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens winning their division. We also will have the Jacksonville Jaguars winning the South and out here in the West. It's going to be the defending Super Bowl champion, KFC Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. That's who will be this year's divisional champions. That's my picks for the AFC. Now for the NFC, I'm going to take Philadelphia there. And then I'm going to take in the North. How about those brand new Lions, that's right. I think they get it together and shock everyone this season and run away with the North. Then we're going to have out there in the East, or excuse me, it's going to be out here in the West. It's going to be these 49ers. I think they're going to be too money hungry and too tough to tame out here in the West. A very solid team. Will the quarterback hold? That will be the question. And then last but not least, the most coin flip NFC division of them all. We're going to run with the Saints, but I couldn't tell you who is going to come out on top in that division. A very wild division, in my opinion. Like I said, folks, a wild, wild start. Week one kicks off Sunday. Here's the matchups. We got the Panthers at the Falcons, Texans at the Ravens, the Bugles at the Browns, the Jags at the Colts, Tampa Bay at Vikings, the Titans at the Saints, the Niners at the Steelers. The Cards at Washington, Green Bay at Chicago, the Raiders are right here in Denver, my Miami Dolphins are in LA, the Eagles are at the Pats, the Rams are at the Seahawks, and rounding out Sunday night will be the Cowgirls at the Giants, and of course we've already talked Monday, 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 we'll have all eyes on that as it will be. The New York Jets traveling to the Buffalo Bills going down Monday night football. All eyes on the Diva and that new all-look team there in New York. What will happen? Of course, we're going to break down all year long, folks, right here on the E's and B's. Winners, losers, stats. We'll be giving you the, the lineup and standings, how it's laid out, going all the way up to playoffs and everything else you need to know. Each and every week, that's how we do it for the NFL season, of course, and some added maybe giving you predictions like I just did. But 
Here's my final prediction before we wrap up the meet. This year's Super Bowl in Vegas will be none other than my Miami Dolphins taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. That's my prediction, my prediction only. I don't care what you think, but let me know what you think out there. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fanber, tell someone about this podcast with that that's going to wrap up the meet this week stay tuned coming up next we're going to double clothesline some people that's right we're going to do my favorite thing we're going to talk some next you're listening to the e's and b's podcast and gentlemen without further ado please welcome my guest they call him the greatest of all time John Cena What's going on? I think the cameraman thinks he can see him at least. Looks too. I can't see him. Yeah. I think that's the point called. I'm just saying, I can't see him. Have a seat. Ladies and gentlemen, John Cena. And that is how Monday Night Raw started out. The Miz after a beatdown payback from our boy L.A. Night. Yeah, that's right. Giving him the beatdown there at payback on Monday Night. Miz returning there to take his show on the stage and brings out what we thought was going to be John Cena. And in the end, it's now the most seen and talked about topic there from WWE in the last week as Miz wrestled the invisible John Cena there Monday Night at Raw. I got to say, at first I wasn't too sure, but after going back, watching it, and then definitely checking it out the following day on the Pat McAfee show, along with Miz there live from the airport, it was hilarious to see. And of course, you had to think about it. It definitely tells the story. So awesome, awesome stuff from Miz. If you like that kind of stuff, I know Corny's definitely going to be hating on it, as that Corny thinks that's the dumbest craziest wrestling story ever invented and he he cracks on omega for it so i'm i'm sure miz will next be next in line other big things in line at raw how about jay Ooh, 
Uso returning to Raw and returning with his Usi friend. That's right, Sami Zayn. Those two guys hugging it out, but it seems like the backstabber hug was the hug I seen. That's just my eyes. We'll keep an eye on that storyline as it builds. Also, big things. How about we got brand new tag team champions there at WWE as Judgment Days, Finn Balor and Damian Priest knock off Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens there at Payback to become champions. And now that sets the whole stable up with a belt. So congratulations to Judgment Day. Also bringing in Jerry D. Madonna, who seems to be maybe the thorn in a couple people's side. He might be the next storyline. Keep an eye on that. In my opinion, he looks just like a miniature bearded Adam Cole. That's just me. But the next big premium live event will be going down Fast lane, and it'll be in the home state of Indiana. So we'll be building all up for that card. And of course, other big stories and notables. How about the botch from our boy Bronson Steiner dropping the uh, stairs on Vaughn's head there Tuesday night? NXT was supposed to be a spot going off the air. I guess it ended badly. Uh, we'll, we're waiting to hear the outcome and what's next for that. So obviously, that is a notable. And then, of course, the other big notable. Is or isn't he going to be coming to WWE? How about we'll talk about that? Switching it up, going to the other channel. Now, pardon the interruption, champ, but I was in the back and I heard a little piss and vinegar in your voice and I realized that something was going on here and I wanted to get myself a front row seat and make sure I saw what was about to be said. So I'll tell you what. I'm out here. You're out here. What seems to be the problem, kid? Kid! Kid! Joe, this must be... Joe, this might be really embarrassing for you. I can only imagine the reason you came out here so fast is because you confused my entrance music for an ice cream truck. And that's how it starts there. Wednesday night, Dynamite, the fallout from... All out, that's right. As you know, that's not the big storyline there at AEW. Before we went off air last week, we talked a little bit about it, but now it's all across the nation. Everybody knows CM Punk not only was suspended last week, but he, in the words of Vince McMahon, was fired. That's right, fired from AEW. Tony Khan going public with it before collision started on Saturday. A very, very or should I say scaredy cat Tony Khan going public with it, but a very interesting way to get out in front of the situation. Now we know CM Punk was the cause, is the cause, and is the reason why he's no longer an employee of AEW. Sad for some, but it seems like we'll keep an eye on the future, how this affects that company. Does it affect the Saturday night show? I know this. All weekend they were in Chicago. Seemed like the crowd was pretty hype. Seems like they didn't lose out on much. So, going forward, we'll keep an eye on that. Wednesday night show, on the other hand, there in my home state of Indiana. It was, uh, well, it looked a little light. That's just my opinion. We saw some of the views darked out up on top. And then when Moxley came to the ring, man, it was like he came through about two empty sections of empty seats. So, very interesting times there at AEW, but they must push forward. And, of course, things changed up there at All Out as we got a strap match between 
Ricky Stocks, who seems to be on the short end of the stick each and every time this kind of thing happens. But he got the dragon himself, Brian Danielson. And Brian Danielson and him went to war. But in the end, Danielson got the win. Congratulations to him on an outstanding job. We also got a new international champion. That's right. The Orange has been squeezed as Orange Cassidy finally losing that belt to, well, the person we only see more than him on TV each week, the blood man himself, John Moxley. So we'll keep an eye on that storyline as it grows. It seems like they might have a rematch coming up in the near future. But the now tournament has started for the next contender for Mr. MJF. We'll keep an eye on that, but it looks like MJF, Samoa Joe coming up there in New York at the tennis stadium. We'll keep an eye on that storyline and everything else building out of AEW with that one last wrestling thing going down this weekend. That's right. Live in Philly, it is... The return of Team 3D. That's right. Bully and Devon teaming up one more time there at Impact, the 1,000th episode going down this weekend. And Team 3D will be a part of it. So do not miss out if you can when you're around those areas. And don't forget, make sure you're supporting all of your local indie wrestling promotions. We support Rocky Mountain Pro here at the E's and B's. But without those local indie wrestling promotions, we wouldn't have those stars you see each and every week on your screen. So make sure if you get a chance, go out, check out one of their shows, buy one of their shirts, support the local indie wrestling scene. All right, with that, let's go to from the squared circle to the Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now, senores y senores do Brazil and UFC fans watching around the world, live from the sold-out It's time this weekend for UFC 293 going down from Sydney, Australia. The return to Sydney there this weekend. And of course, a belt on the line in the main event. But let's dive into that fight card starting out in the light heavyweight division. It'll be Tyson Pedro. He'll be taking on no other than Anton Turkal. That will be in the lightweight or in the light heavyweight division. I'll take Tyson Pedro for that one. Then in the heavyweight division, we will have Justin Toppa. He'll be taking on Austin Lane. That one will be in the heavyweight division. Then in the next match for the flyweight division, we will have the number 10 ranked, Maine, Manuel Cape. He'll be taking on Felipe Dos Santos. That will be for the flyweight division. Then in the co-main event of the evening, this should be a heavy hitter. Big action, and of course, Shuey on the line as the number six. Taya Tolaska will be taking on the number seven, Alexander Volkov. Volkov has all the pressure in the world as Taya will be in his home country there. So make sure you guys check that one out. Look. The match everybody's going to be waiting for in the main event of the evening. That's right. For 
the belt on the line. It will be the defending reigning champion, Israel Asaya. He'll be taking on the American. No shit. Taking all the shit. Talking. Sean Strickland. That's going to be the main event there for UFC 293, folks. Who do you got? We cannot wait. We'll be breaking down all the hits, the chokes, the submissions, knockouts, TKOs, and everything else coming out of the octagon right here from UFC 293 next week on The Best. With that, that's going to wrap everything up. We're going to wrap this whole thing up like a burrito. That's right. The shout-outs, what's coming up next, and check it out. We got a guest you need to know. That's right. Everything all coming up. In the toast, you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Yeah. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Hey, fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast, as we always do each and every week, kicking you off here, wrapping the show up in the toast. We get to those weekly personal shout outs. Let's get right to it, starting right on out with our sponsor right here, Ohio Grudge Racing. Shout out to Josh Robinson and fam there at Ohio Grudge Racing. Make sure you guys go give them a follow. Let them know that Eddie B from the E's and B since you also want to give a big shout out to our other sponsor. And I cannot wait to see you tomorrow, buddy. I cannot. It's No Prep Felons, Bob and Kelly Rice. Make sure you guys go check out No Prep Felons Live each and every time he's at the track. The baddest three-angle live feed in the No Prep game. That's No Prep Felons Live. Make sure you guys go support them as well. Also want to give a shout-out to our boy Limpy. Shout-out to Happy Kids. Yeah, support your local street racer. Shout-out to Spool Media. Shout-out to Jasper Graham and Bipolar Proponents. Shout-out to Jeff... Jeff Thomas, Julie Randall, and Nitrous Nikki. Shout out to Team Beatball. Shout out to Moonshiner's Garage. Shout out to 24-7 Motorsports. Shout out to Carolina Performance, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Pennywise Racing and Media's Robert Smith. Shout out to SRC. Shout out to Old Man's Garage. Shout out to Jimmy Dale. Shout out to Raggedy Ann. Shout out to Jimmy G. Two. Okay. Shout out to Broom 660. Shout out to Team Hilton, Hilton and Abeda. Shout out to the Tunnies. Matt Smith. Donnie Murphy. Good luck, everybody, this weekend. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pros, Yaden, Dustin, Lilith, Remy, my boys, Neil, Brian, Tony, Ty, and all my peeps at The Green Solution. Make sure you guys check out The Green Solution, 810 North Colorado for all your cannabis needs. All right, coming up next week, we are super excited to announce, that's right, returning guest. Well, it's a first-timer, and we are super excited to announce right here next week on the E's and B's, we will have... Tom and Chrissy from Moonshine's Garage. You do not want to miss it. One of the coolest people I've met here on the YouTube, Outer Rhythm. Uh, definitely followed him because of Jimmy Dale and, you know, been keeping up to date with him now for about half a year or so. And uh, these guys have a bad-to-the-bone truck. They're a, a husband-wife duo that race for the love of it. And they got a cool YouTube channel. And we love keeping up with them. Each and every Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, they have the Chrissy and Tom show. But 
They'll be right here next week. Our guest, Moonshiners Garage, right here on the E's and B's. So you do not want to miss it. Talk about not miss it. How about make sure you're a member there at the YouTube going down tomorrow, baby. That's right. Myself. Well, it was supposed to be myself and LB, but of course, you know how it is. We got kids, babysitting, all those deals. So it looks like I'm going to be on a solo mission. I hate that because it is the last time Bandemir Speedway will be seeing these style of cars run down before they tear it down, unfortunately. So uh, us here at the E's and B's, myself, Eddie B, will be live tomorrow from Bandemir Speedway one last time. And our boy, No Prep Felons, Bob Rice, is racing in the daily. So check out that action, and I'll be live as much as possible. So support us there at the YouTube. Make sure you're supporting us at E'sandBees.org. That's where you can find us on all of the social media outlets. And that's how you can buy a shirt. Go over there, click that merch button. Pick out any color design you may want. Size, everything, right there. Low prices, easingbees.org. That's where you can find all of the East and Bees social media outlets. Also, if you want to be a part of the show, get us at easingbeespodcast at gmail.com. Give us your story. We'll get back to you and get you on air. That's easingbeespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to be like, no prep felons or Ohio grudge racing and be a sponsor of the show. Get your business or what it may be uh, spread. Get your business or what it may be announced here three times a week on the podcast. And of course, a video version attached to any video version there on our YouTube. That's very easy, very simple, low cost. Want to be a sponsor? That's easy podcast at gmail.com. With that, that's going to get us right to this week's sports illustrated fact of the day how about at the 2022 nba all-star game stephen curry set new marks for the most three-pointers in an all-star quarter six and then he had eight and a half and 16 in the game as well as setting a new record for the most threes in an all-star game of 39 and that is today's sports illustrated fact of the day all right, with that, you know the deal. It's time for LB's Young City. Top 10 cities downloaded goes like this. Starting off with number 10, we want to give a big shout out to thank you to people from Newark. H-O, no wait, Newark, Ohio. Thank you so much, Newark, Ohio. Number nine, it's going to be just above us. It's shout out to a newbie. How about Cheyenne, Wyoming? Shout out to my people in Cheyenne. Number eight, it's my favorite day. How about Tampa, Florida? Shout out to Tampa, Florida. Number seven, it's the biggest day. How about El Paso, El, El Paso, Texas? Shout out to El Paso, Texas. Number six, it's right here in the home state. How about Johnstown, Colorado? Shout out to Johnstown, Colorado. Number five, it's the old king. How about Louisville, Kentucky? Shout out to Louisville. Number four, it's back to Ohio. How about Cincinnati, Ohio? Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you so much. Number three, it's the home capital where we lie. It's Denver, Colorado. Shout out to Denver, Colorado. Number two, we're going overseas. It's Frankfurt. Germany and back on top. We want to give a shout out to all our fans and everybody right here. It's Fort Collins, Colorado. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fanber, tell someone about this podcast. And don't forget, live tomorrow from Bay.
Vandermeer Speedway and Moonshiner's Garage next week. Make sure you have a kick-ass weekend and, and make sure you eat your breath.